Hello there, it's Meghna Chakrabarty, host of On Point, and I've got a first-person episode for your podcast feed today. Because on today's main program, we talked about how the Earth needs darkness just as much as it needs light. Everything on Earth, us, humans, plants, animals, all of it, depends as much on the nighttime as we do on the daytime. And that includes underwater species. Emily Fobert is a research fellow at the University of Melbourne in Australia, and she studies how humans impact underwater ecosystems, especially when it comes to artificial light. And her work was inspired by a research trip she took in 2017. I went to French Polynesia with a colleague, and it's a relatively remote island, but there's all these hotels with you know, overwater bungalows and lights shining right down on the reef. Some of them even have, you know, the glass floors in the bungalows with the lights directed onto the reef below so the tourists can look at the fish at night. And, you know, I've heard that there's light, there's impacts of light pollution on you know, a lot of terrestrial animals and humans, for sure. So just seeing all that light pollution in the marine environment made me realize that it's something we haven't been looking at, but it's probably an issue there as well. So back at the lab, Emily decided to see whether light pollution had an impact on a specific underwater species, clownfish, those orange and white fish that make their homes in anemones on coral reefs. So I had a bunch of clownfish in the lab. Ten breeding pairs of clownfish, so a female and a male, each in their own aquarium. Kept track of how many eggs they were laying, how frequently they were laying them. And then I put lights on half of them. So half of them were my controls, so they still experienced 12 hours of daylight and 12 hours of complete darkness. Um, And then the other half had 12 hours of daylight and 12 hours where they were exposed to a dim light at night. And that's kind of equivalent to what you might expect from a source of light on marine infrastructure. So on a pier or uh, over water hotel that might have lights on it shining downwards. And then I monitored how many of the eggs actually hatched in both the control and the light conditions. So what I found is when the fish had 12 hours of daylight and 12 hours of of darkness at night, we had about 80% hatch success, so 80% of the eggs hatched. It's pretty normal to have high mortality in early um, life stages of fish because they have thousands of eggs. But then when I put the the lights on at night, so that when they're exposed to low levels of light at night, zero percent of the eggs hatched. So none of them hatched. Pretty stark results. So I removed the lights and I continued to monitor them for another couple months. And essentially, as soon as I removed the lights, the next batch of eggs from the same fish would hatch. So 80% hatch rate again. So it was very clearly the light that was inhibiting that hatching process. A lot of coral reef fish eggs actually hatch a couple hours after sunset. Translucent larvae are not very visible at night. 
Um, there's not as many predators around, so they hatch, they get off the reef really quickly in the cover of darkness. Clownfish, most fish, most organisms on Earth need darkness for various reasons, um, but there's still not a ton of research done on light pollution in the marine environment. So yeah, there's a lot of questions still out there, but no doubt that animals need darkness. Whenever anyone asks me what I do, and I, I, I mention, you know, light pollution, fish, and they're just like, what? Light pollution? Underwater? Really? Like, people don't get that, you know, light travels through water still. And everything that we do on land, on the coast, that's, that's impacting everything underwater. That's Emily Fobert, a research fellow at the University of Melbourne in Australia. Now, we talked a lot more about other species that rely on nighttime and the impact that losing darkness is having on us as humans. So if you want to hear that full one-hour broadcast, do check it out. It's in our podcast feed. And if you haven't already, as I say always, please do go ahead and subscribe to the On Point podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Meghna Chakrabarty. This is On Point.